You are listening to the Rock That Creative Job podcast with Jamie Roberts, episode 44. This podcast has a very focused mission to inspire, motivate, and empower you with the tools, insight, and guidance you need to get better jobs, better work, better pay, and build the creative career and life you've always wanted. So click subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast and let's rock. Hey, creatives, we're going to talk about LinkedIn today because I've seen a lot of misinformation, weird advice, and straight up scams happening lately to a lot of creatives. And I want you to be very aware of who you're connecting with, who you're engaging with, and who you're getting advice from on this platform, because it could be detrimental to your creative career or your job search without you even realizing it. Getting scammed is the worst feeling. And it can sink you even lower when you're already struggling. And aside from wasting your time or paying for something that has zero value, getting scammed does a number on us psychologically because it creates that evidence that convinces you that you don't have good judgment. And we all know that the imposter syndrome voice inside your head is just waiting for you to have those negative thoughts so it can carry that same fear of poor judgment into your creative work and hold you back or keep you stuck. But before we get into this topic, I want to quickly remind you to please subscribe to this podcast and rate it if you're enjoying the content. Also share it with your friends because I want to make sure that all creatives have the career support that they deserve. I also want to share a super exciting announcement. I'm about to launch a very comprehensive creative resume course, and it's specific to creatives. This course has taken me two years of steady research to develop simply because I want it to be the best it can possibly be for you. It includes all the guidance and advice I've given to my Rock That Creative Job clients in the past three years, as well as inside knowledge from my own personal experiences as a creative hiring manager. And the best part is that you can get it done in a single day. So whether you've just been laid off, you just graduated, you're in a toxic work environment, you have a terrible manager, you're coming back to the workforce after being home with your kids, or you're just bored out of your mind in your current creative job and you want to move on to more interesting work, this resume course is going to help you get it done and get it out there. So you can finally be free of that anxiety that you're feeling when you think about redoing your resume. The course will be available on my website at a discounted rate for the duration of 2020. 23. And if you want the deets when I launch it, so you can use some of that holiday time off to get yourself ready for the new year and new budget job posting frenzy that's going to happen in January, please go to my website at rockthatcreativejob.com and sign up for a free membership because you'll get the information right in your inbox and you won't miss the discounted rate. I have worked so incredibly hard on this and I seriously could not be more excited to provide you guys with this new tool to help you move your creative career forward. Okay, let's talk about LinkedIn. Now, you know that I believe that everyone deserves to have a voice in the world because I preach this every day in my content. But even more importantly, I want everyone to be safe as they build their creative careers. So if you're following someone on LinkedIn and actively engaging with their posts or taking their advice, you want to make sure you look at their profile and see if they actually have the background to be giving out the kind of advice that they're dispensing. We know as creatives that we can market ourselves in very eye-catching ways to get us attention because we're trained and we're familiar with the ins and outs of this business. So you always want to dig deeper to be sure that you're not getting bad advice from someone who considers themselves an expert or just wants to simply gain followers or contacts for personal or financial gain. This 
is not a credible source for solid advice. And some people are great at looking like experts, but we need to see beyond that because we want to make sure that what we're getting is actually the truth and it's going to help us. And we also don't want to put ourselves in positions where our information could be stolen or we could be scammed. So there's a few ways to vet people you engage with on LinkedIn. And it's great that we have such a transparent profile on this social media platform that's not really available in a lot of the other social media areas that we tend to go to. On LinkedIn, you can see someone's entire work experience. You can see where they went to school. You can see how they engage with others. You can look at recommendations. You want to make sure that whoever you engage with regularly is legit. So go to their profile. Do they have a fully developed profile that reflects the type of experiences that you have either had or wish to have? Or are there just a few random jobs listed? and not much else. You need to know that they have the right experience to give you the right advice. Otherwise, you might just be holding yourself back without realizing it. And if you're taking creative hiring advice from someone who never actually hired anyone, then that's not advice you want. It's like taking your car to a mechanic and finding out that although they've driven a lot of cars, they never actually diagnosed any problems or have done any repairs. That's not going to go well. And it's the same with creative career advice. You have to have a balanced perspective. Otherwise, you're only going to get half of the information you truly need to move the needle in your career, self-promote in the right way, and get yourself back into the workforce. Another way to vet someone is by looking at their followers and connections. We all know that likes and follows mean nothing these days because you can buy them from companies who will create fake accounts to give you that instant clout that you want without having to actually work at building actual relationships. Thousands of followers don't automatically mean high value content. So be sure to look at someone's connections and see how many are actually in the industry that you're in. And if they have a crazy amount of followers, but very little engagement, or they don't show up anywhere else on the web, except maybe some random templated website that seems a bit too generic, you may want to proceed with caution here because this is someone that might not be upfront about who they are or what they want from you. You can also easily look at their engagement with their followers and connections. Is it authentic or do they post the same comments over and over looking to just boost their profile up in the algorithm? You can learn a lot from looking at people's comments on other posts. Are they positive and helpful? Are they negative? Are they very volatile and emotional? Are they very direct in a way that seems a little uncomfortable and awkward, like they need to show authority in a space that they maybe don't have experience in? Or do they just seem like a bot? You also want to look at the quality of the content that they're posting. Is this someone who is just posting for engagement? Are they posting the same five posts over and over? These sometimes can be polls or clickbait posts that say things like, do you believe that all employees should be treated with respect? We know the answer is going to be a resounding yes. There is no one out there who would disagree with this statement. And all this is doing is pulling in the people who have had a bad experience in a similar situation so that they can boost engagement on their post. It's just an emotional trigger to get you to engage or even worse, to possibly get you to give them enough information about your situation so they can target you for a scam later on because it's clear that you might be desperate for work or you might be struggling with your career path. Many times these posts will give you a reason to vent in a negative way, but they don't give you anything positive in return. Another clickbait tactic is where people will tell a fake story that's obviously copied from somewhere else and made to look like it's their own. They'll change the pronouns and details just enough so you think it's a personal story about them, but it's really just a copy from somewhere else. I've seen some very high profile LinkedIn creators do this. 
And I find it to be very dishonest. We've all seen these. There's that story about someone going to a job interview and making pleasant conversation with a person in the elevator who's dressed as a maintenance worker, only to find out that when they go into the big corner office for their interview, that the person in the elevator is actually the president of the company. Come on. This is only posted to create an emotional pull. And even worse, it's been plagiarized and used over and over. That is not okay. And anyone who does this kind of thing is just seeing you as a number and not a human being with needs. You want to make sure that you don't engage with this type of content because all it's doing is pulling more like it into your feed. And that's actually not going to help you because this person is not interested in you as an individual. They're interested in you as a follower and a number. Now let's talk about the open work banner because I actually replied to a post this morning about a concern that someone had with this banner. And it was shocking to see how many people were giving advice that this makes you look lazy or passive, so you should take it off your profile. But I want to tell you that it's all about what you actually do with it. Don't look at the banner as the make or break element. Think about your entire personal brand on LinkedIn and what you're putting out there as supporting content. It won't look bad on its own unless you make it look bad. As professional creatives, we are trained to look at the bigger picture. We have to consider all the content as it relates to any visual element because that's what reinforces the key message to our audiences. And I've seen many instances where people looking for work are very positive with their content by focusing on what they can offer others. And this little graphic works pretty well for them as a self-promotional element. The green open to work banner is actually helping them sell themselves because we know in advertising, the message is always whatever we make it. And if you're out there openly complaining about the lack of attention you're getting from recruiters or how you're tired of being ghosted or you're sick of not getting the offer or you're upset at not getting interviews for jobs that you're qualified for or how much the economy sucks or how frustrating our profession is. And by the way, these are all examples of things I've actually seen people do on here then that green banner around your photo is just adding to the negative perception of your personal brand. And now this brings us to networking. Networking is really relationship building. And if you feel like networking is cringy or sleazy, then I can tell you you're looking at it in the wrong way. Networking is actually about creating quality relationships, not necessarily about what you can get from someone else. People are willing to connect with you if you engage with their content in an authentic way. Because if you cold call them in a DM, they're going to wonder what you want from them and who you are and if you're even a real person. But if you're engaging with their posts, then they might recognize you when you reach out to them in a DM and ask them a question. And that means you're building a meaningful relationship and not just adding them as a number. And I just want to mention that my resume course does have a bonus module about LinkedIn and networking. So you can support yourself with these two areas once you've created your resume. The other thing we should talk about is active posting on LinkedIn. This can really boost your ability to build those relationships and network more effectively. But like we talked about earlier, you don't want to just post for engagement. You want to really consider what you're putting out there because LinkedIn is such a transparent platform and first, second, and third connections can see everything that you're doing. I've seen people who have a lot of followers literally stealing content that they got from somewhere else that they saw had a lot of reactions. This is so hollow and won't do anything for your personal brand, but it'll call you out as someone who plagiarizes, which is, of course, a huge no-no in our industry. So just make sure you're posting and commenting and sharing things that benefit you and the vibe that you want people to take away. 
keep the anxious or negative emotions out of it because you don't want to come across as someone who might be an emotionally charged employee that could potentially be volatile or difficult. Recruiters can see all of your activity on this platform and they read your comments. So you want to really avoid giving them any reason to pass you by when they're looking for a candidate with your same amazing skills and experience. The thing to always remember is that LinkedIn is like being in a global city. There are people out there who might steal from you. And there are people out there who will give you wrong directions. And there are also people out there who will assist you in carrying that heavy package all the way to your doorstep simply because they just want to see you succeed and they want to help you. And I'm really hoping that those are the people that you find on that platform because there is high value in creating a community for us in the creative industry on LinkedIn. And I have seen that value in my own career and I've seen it with other people. So I want to make sure that everyone has a good experience, a safe experience, and a positive experience when they're using this as part of their self-promotional toolkit. And I hope it was helpful to you to hear some of these watchouts. So as you navigate the waters of networking and job searching on this platform, you know what to stay away from, you know how to get good advice, and you know how to move yourself forward in a positive and effective way. And if you're struggling, I am always here to help you. You can reach out to me at rockthatcreativejob.com. You can connect and follow me on LinkedIn. I do post a lot of content there that is hopefully helpful to everyone who is looking for jobs, who is struggling in creative careers, who is dealing with a difficult or toxic experience. I want to be able to be your support mechanism because I've been through all those experiences. I've done almost every job in creative. I've hired for every job in creative. I've managed all different size teams. I've been in whatever experience you you're having right now. And I want to be able to be the person that can help you through it. So please do not hesitate to reach out to me if you need help and be sure to sign up for that membership on my site because there is going to be a lot more content coming through and I'm excited about opening up some live coaching events and I want you to be part of that. So thanks for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.